0: Hear my own music. I'm pathetic. <laughs> well, hello everybody, and welcome to the commentary for Genesis Avalon. As Bruce just said, well, no, he hasn't said it yet. Say it. There you Genesis go. Avalon. Thank you. <laughs> um, episode five. Yay! Which is a uber episode. It's well, four was really like the really long one, but this one has a lot of stuff happening in it. Episode five. Uh, hurdles. I love the title of this one because it's so very true. Um, so, this is Catherine Pride, of course. Creator, director, one of the actors. I'm annoying. Um, and uh, with me is Marley Norton, the uh, the editor for this episode. Hello. As usual. Okay. Yes, now you should you guys should be used what to hearing her. Else? She's done it twice with me now. Um, and uh, where we last left off with our intrepid hero, she was in pretty bad shape, having gotten the Snot electrocuted out of her by Barack Ben Belial, who is a comic book character brought to life by Obsidian. And uh, she's sitting in Bobby's apartment, sleeping and hurting. And then Asara shows up. Where am I?
1: Especially having just done the whole no, no, you can't take me to a hospital thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did the no hospitals. And they're like, really, Jaina? Really? So it's a good thing Asara showed up. <laughs> With her mojo of finding people, I guess. I guess it's one of the perks of being, a, of, of being a priestess of Avalon, is it's like, oh, I can just do a spell to find you, it's fine. But, um, yeah, this is the first time Gina and Asara have, like, actually talked since their first meeting. Well, there's the second meeting that you guys don't see, but, uh, where things kind of clash again. And, uh, now they have to argue, yay. Expecting <laughs> And this episode went through so many revisions. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think the original draft was only like 13 pages, and I was like, Marley, help! It's way too short! <laughs> he wouldn't listen to
1: me. Yeah, I have like, I actually have my notes up here, and yeah, it's like, okay. Really? <laughs> yeah, and you have, please, like at the very first thing, it's like, please, I need more scenes, I need it to be longer. <laughs>
0: So yeah. Like, yeah, I
1: had all these things. I think some of them even got in. The big the big monologue at the end was the big one. The big change.
0: That that was the huge. Well, that there was that change and then we had there's another I think meeting of the bad guys. Maybe there isn't. I don't remember. Um and then the other big one that got in here was the originally the way it was written the car wreck bet- that happens to Natalie and Roxy is something that that Avalon sees from a distance and flies down and saves them, and per your suggestion, it made more sense, and it was more intense to have the action shift to Natalie and Roxy trying to find Jaina, and talking about trying to find Jaina with Z, and then getting into the wreck and having Avalon come save them. Yeah, yeah, there were a couple of huge changes.
1: Yeah, it's a little less, um, you know, oh, look, my friends are in danger again that way. And we're like, well, no, we're actually out looking for you because you haven't... And it also puts yeah. up some of the guilt a little better, too, because the reason they're in danger is because they're looking for, da- for Jaina.
0: Yeah, and, you know, Jaina doesn't tell them anything, so... Yeah, and then this is the first time that Jaina gets one of my favorite weapons that she uses quite often. Uh, it's the Dagger of Lu. So... It's fun. This is when, like, yeah. And she's kind of like, uh, I just got a, a, a dagger from, you're saying this is from a god? Like an actual, like, up in the sky, poof, kind of god? Asara's like, yes, shut up and take it and use it, you dummy. So. But, um. And
1: just so people know. I really,
0: on a side note. Really hmm? <laughs> Oh, I sure, just wanted to mention, you know, and
1: Lou is spelled L-U-G-H.
0: L-U-G-H. Oh, <laughs> Where yeah. For <laughs> people who are... Lou? What? <laughs> it's not Lou as in, like, <laughs> L-O-U, the guy who works at the truck stop. No, not that Lou. <laughs> <It's> like, Lugger? <laughs> N- not that.
1: Anyway, you were yeah. saying...
0: No, but um, I was just going to mention that um, on a music note, because I know some some people like me are really into the music, Um, for those who are curious... Every time Asara shows up and does something, at some point you will hear Celtic music. And I like that, because I'm actually using Celtic music more, and it's, like, originally when I remixed all when I mixed all the stuff and I had copyrighted music, I had some really good Celtic pieces in here, and I was like, oh, I have to get rid of them now. I don't know how I'm going to do it. And so I've actually managed to incorporate the Celtic feel in a different way. So, anyway, that's, that was all I had to say. It wasn't really all that important. <laughs> but, um... And then Jaina here is like, uh, thanks for helping me, but um don't tell me not to go out and fight because unless you plan on going to fight Belial, somebody's got to go do it. Yeah. <laughs> I hardly think this qualifies. Also, there was an S bomb that I remember being at the beginning of the script, and you were, this was, I think, our first time that you talked about it. And went, Um, I think almost saying it like an oh she is okay, but I don't know if like you want to actually have him say it. I was like, oh yeah, let's save that for a more intense moment. <laughs> well, and there was also. And the then whole, here we have. You
1: know, oh the the whole rating. That's okay, go thing, ahead, go ahead. Um, yeah. where, you know, I'd been um doing the other um original shows, which are mostly all rated R except for Dixie, which is, you know, they do the sort of golly gee Wilkers kinds of swearing. So it really hadn't come Yeah, up exactly. Before. You don't have to really worry about what that. What does it mean? What kind of swear words are allowed in P G thirteen? These are the kinds of things that you yeah. think about. Like
0: you really about it, you know, you and know. yeah, exactly. And, I mean, also, like, the hard part is that we're, we're looking at PG-13, and then, you know, you can't, it's hard because you want to go, okay, well, what's PG-13? Well, I guess they can't drop an S-bomb unless it's, like, a really bad situation. And even then, even, like, our, our hero shows, no one ever actually drops the S-bomb. They get, like, three letters in, and there's, like, a cut. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or something happens. Um, but it's one of those things where it's weird because, actually, if you were to watch a PG-13 film, chances are you will hear stuff that, like, when I was a teenager watching PG-13 stuff, would not have been okay. Mm -hmm. So, the ratings have kind of slacked, I think. I think so, too. But, um... And here we have Natalie driving like a maniac. Clearly an example that Alicia should not drive. Um, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, but, uh... No, this is, like, I I love the sound effects I used, because it was, like, basically her pulling out, like, a man... You know, like, a madman, and then, yeah... Driving around like crazy in New York City when there's a, a villain on the loose and then she hits something as you've just heard people and i'm very, I'm quite proud of the special effects I used or the sound effects I used for the for the car like I had a lot of fun creating the atmosphere of a car that was wrecked and fire and it was pretty cool it was a lot of fun I'm a dork. <laughs> Yeah, and I then think poor Roxie realizes, oh, we can't get out. We're stuck.
1: Yeah, I think shifting the action here was really the right thing to do. This is yeah, much more compelling this way than just seeing it from yeah. a distance and have Jaina go, oh look, my friends are in danger.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: And I like this music. Yeah. Let's, is this more Kevin MacLeod? Natalie, you
0: okay? Yeah, it's more Kevin MacLeod. I'm, uh, hang on, I don't remember the piece, but I can get to it really quick. Cause now I want to know, and if I don't remember, it's gonna pester me. Now. Also, I love the fact that she just like blows out an entire she's just like PUNCH! Out this thing goes. <laughs> uh. It is a really cool piece. I'm just trying to remember what it's called.
1: Okay, so, so. <laughs> come
0: on we gotta make sure she's okay I cannot find it off the top of my head to remember what it is um but I think it's called Ignosi um but it's it's one of those really cool pieces that Kevin McCloud has that's kind of got a good drive to it but it's not like so dri- driven that you're like clearly we must have a fight scene that's high paced here so it was good for something like a car wreck where the clock is ticking but it's not like a you don't I mean like I don't want to make you guys have a heart attack seriously I'm trying to keep the intensity to a steady medium here mm-hmm. but um and then I added all this stuff of the I I kind of laughed cuz I remember adding it in and thinking it was a great idea at the time of adding the fact that they're sitting there and she's like you guys really need to like not be in the middle of danger. And meanwhile, there is a fire truck that just pulls up and starts putting out the fire. <laughs> and then she flies off. <laughs> but, um, and then, whoosh, off she went. And, uh, aha, yes, no, there is another team villain scene. This made ah, it right. in, too. Actually, I think this may have been, like, in it already, but it was really, really short. And you had mentioned wanting to hear another scene mm-hmm. with them, and then like, but like the ideas we talked about in that one scene that you wanted to hear, I was like, I think I could fit it in here somewhere, so I wound up doing that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I couldn't help But I had to make fun of the fact that Jaina does spend a lot of time monologuing. <laughs> it's so do so so a lot heroes. of villains on a lot of shows, <laughs> especially in radio plays. That's why Lil's like, oh, did he monologue to her? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause that really puts somebody to sleep. That really works to intimidate them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I understand
1: that this is a test and all, but this
0: from the plan. I can't wait till people get to see what Lilith looks like. Ah. Oh, I'm hoping we'll get to see her in episode six, cause that's when she actually goes at Avalon the first time on her own. Mm-hmm. Ooh, spoiler, spoiler. No, <laughs> Just a little one. He'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> I love the way Chris reads that line. Where he's like, "Of oh, course, cool. mm. <laughs> she wants to go into the of pants down." <laughs> Thank you, Chris. I'll prove it to you. He's kind
1: of like uh. She really is like the Who annoying is- little sister of hell.
0: Yeah. Which is funny because when you when you see her, you will realize she's not actually like like she sounds very gothic Lolita right now. She's not. She's like an actual full fledged demon. Mm-hmm. Which the joke is because I haven't told Chris how how her character actually does sound like that. The joke is every time someone's like, "So Lilith, why why do you sound like that?" She's like, Oh, "I didn't really used to sound like this. you used to much better, but <laughs> I I ticked off the wrong person." <laughs> So. Ooh, and then the climactic scene is about to happen, the actual fight. Yes, the rematch. Yes, the rematch. <laughs> Belial fight, 2.0. <laughs> Woo! Oh, Avalon, you're back. And he just sounds so smarmy, I love him. <laughs> it's just like, oh, hey, you're back, let me just electrocute you, Zap. <laughs> And yay, she figured out how to use the shield correctly. Because the last time she used it in episode three, it was more of a, I'm making a shield because I'm stressed, not really, like, actually physically going shield and bringing it up and learning how to sustain it. So yay, Gina, you learned something. Power up. And then, and then this is a really hard thing to do, by the way, because they're not, like, fighting really, like, on the ground. A lot of their fighting is in the air. So it's really kind of hard to do them fighting and like actually connecting the hits and stuff, but they're in the air, so there's no footsteps. It's really weird.
1: <laughs> Face it, Belial. you're going to lose. I'm not giving up anytime soon. Oh, so I can see how you won't give up on your own, but
0: I'm wondering how. Oh, this! I love this scene. I'm just so happy with how the fight turned out. What the <laughs> hell? And then he picks up Juliet, who. <laughs> the big funny thing about this is that Trent, I gave this script to Trent like years ago, back when, because this is one of those things that's always been in there with him picking up Julian Mm -hmm. and um, and the funny thing about it is that Julian, okay I love Trent, but he hates screaming so it always comes out like the most comical yell ever but it works because it's Julian and in some ways that makes the character more human so I love that about him (laughs) <laughs> and then Noir just comes out of nowhere and just beats the crap out of him. I love it. Uh, <laughs> Julian. <laughs> and Julian jumps like a rock. Stay here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this
0: is where she's like, okay. Alright, I gotta do something here, but I think I got an idea, so. With me. Well, I got this magic dagger. Let's try that. With my spear and magic helmet. (laughs) I'm gonna make a spear and magic helmet joke now. In the show, it's gonna have to make it somewhere. Absolutely. Z
1: would totally say that. She would.
0: And I love this. She makes this big show of charging up this dagger and then throws it at him. And he's made of metal. And so Juliet's like, ah!
1: Shield is an excellent spell. Very yes. Useful.
0: And then, freaking rocks of fire rain down upon Belial and smash him to bits. And he's molten, just metal. Yay! It's nothing like the fury of the gods for you there. So,
1: I guess I was a little unclear what exactly was. <coughs> was happening there so she threw the dagger and really that was just a targeting thing it was calling down the the firestorm so exactly yeah ah, it's kind of like
0: it's kind of like throwing a target at someone yeah she threw the dagger at him and it fell to the ground and then it was like it was just a homing beacon so that this firestorm could just rain down upon belial ah okay got it yeah Noir he's so tired he's just like that really hurt being a panther during the day I'm tired I'm asleep (laughs) which folks as you will find out when Noir is sleepy he says funny things you'll find this out in a few episodes and then yeah this was the the thing that was about to come up is the big change
1: yes whole new monologue this little
0: fade here where the yeah, a whole new monologue, but yeah. And I kind of, like, I wanted to fade out of her walking, but I didn't want it to just be like, eh, we stop walking and we write. So I faded it out kind of like time slows down, which is why the footsteps get slower and slower. And then you're onto her monologue of her writing to her mom. So, and yeah, this was a big change because... And I don't remember, did we have notes on there for me to do this, or was it just one of those things where I had a brain blast? I don't remember.
1: Yeah, um, so according to my notes, this is, what, this is one of my suggestions, um, just in general that yeah. um, this really was um, this big, huge fight that went all over the city. There was probably going to be huge aftermath, um, and that yeah. showing some oh, yeah, of the okay, aftermath yeah. would be a way to sort of um, – yeah. you know, help, help develop the character that surely she would be affected by that, and letting the audience see some of that would be kind of a cool scene.
0: Yeah. And it was kind of cool, because I tried something here where she's trying to write about the people, and in the background you can hear, like, these slow, kind of eerie sirens and people screaming, almost as if she's thinking back to all the people she saw who were hurt. Because, I mean, yeah, it was, it was a huge battle. He probably knocked over a few buildings, you can't imagine, I mean, it's so many casualties, Mm -hmm. and I tried to cover the fact that when you're, like, and and Janie even says it later on about how when you're watching a movie with a superhero and you see things like, you know, like, I mean, like, think about Fantastic Four, too, which I'm not a big fan of that movie anyway, but, like, when the London Eye gets knocked over, Mm -hmm. like... You're watching it and going, "Oh, the London Eye helped Fantastic 4 You're not thinking about the fact that there so many other things that just the London Eye itself breaking and moving could have done. Mm-hmm. And so, and so it was kind of, it was kind of cool to be able to write about the fact that Jane is like, you know, when you're fighting or you're watching a fight, you're not thinking about all the rubble that's falling and could possibly be crushing people. You're thinking about stopping the guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so it. I really like it because I kind of get to explore the psyche of a superhero by starting, you know, because I've got my own superhero to play with. So I'm kind of getting a chance to explore her psyche a bit more. Mm-hmm. And as we keep going, the, the the debates that she has with herself get more and more intense as you go. They get tougher.
1: Yeah. Sure, he can beat me up, electrocute me.
0: Aww, and this is the first time you get to hear. Yeah, I know she really gets beat up in this show. Laura affectionately calls season two the year that crap rains down upon Jaina forever. <laughs> 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 I'm like, shut up!
1: It's not that bad, because yes, it is. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the things I like about this show, though, is um, you know, I I like my I like my stories a little darker, where I'm not really sure that you know. I, you know, not all the wins are just these pure wins where, yay, everything works out happily for everyone, you know, there's a little more realism to them.
0: I think as a writer, like, for me, I'm the kind of writer that I like to know that there's going to be a happy ending of some kind, but getting to that happy ending does not have to be easy. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I think the characters grow more if it's not easy. Yeah, yeah, it's a more
1: interesting story. I really
0: like, yeah, and, and, you know, know, so many times I'll hear the the thing from people going, oh, Uh, is a great superhero, but they're not human enough. Mm-hmm. You, they're a character, they're not a person. So I've been trying really hard to make Jaina a person and not just a character. So. <laughs> <laughs> you folks will get to hear more about that, though. Um, further along in the season as things keep progressing. So, um, we're at the end of the episode now. This was an epic episode, too. A lot of things happened, so... Indeed. Very, very epic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Epic! Yay! My word! Um... Oh, we didn't so yeah, say a swage. We have to say a swage before the end. Um, all right, all right. We'll do it next month. I'll, I'll write it down and make it. Well, we will
1: it. assuage your curiosity <laughs> as to what happens next. Yes, we
0: will assuage your curiosity <laughs> next month with episode six coming out next month so uh be there or uh be quadrilateral um (laughs) say bye marley bye bye